You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Oh, hello. Bonjourno, cozy, chic girl. This is... Um... I, can see, I can see your eyelashes from here. Yeah, I got my eyelashes did. Ooh, ooh, look at you. This is my house coat. I always feel like a wizard. A wizard. You are a wizard. I'm a wizard. Yeah. You're a wizard, Kate. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's I'm gonna explain it for our listeners. It's I got it at Walmart. So if you saw it like five years ago, you know what I'm talking about. But it's just this large robe that's a fluffy, that soft, like Sherpa material, but it's got little constellations on it and it's navy. So it looks like yes. a, wizard. a wizard. It's full wizard. Yes. Yes. Yeah. One so, hundo. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're all co's over there too. You you I'm co's. co's I got my hood up. Hood up. I got gangsta. Up. What up? What up? It's you know me. what? You know what? Your gangsta come... Chantel. <laughs> you know what's come back into my life like mm. a considerable amount this week, and I don't know why. Tell me. It's corn. <laughs> that was me a few weeks ago. It's corn. It came back. It's a big It has juice. It's got the juice. I can't imagine a more beautiful beautiful thing. thing. It's it's corn. corn. (laughs) I don't know. It just kept coming up. Come on back. People were bringing it up. It was just like this whole thing. So I don't think I've listened to this song in full either. But so sorry, everybody's gonna have no no. While I'm saying like sorry, that's gonna be stuck in everybody's head. But the song that I've had in my head all week is. That Miley Cyrus song. I can, I can buy, buy myself, myself flowers. flowers. Mm-hmm. I can talk to myself all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. like that. That's so good. my mental illness helps me to talk to people myself yeah. all day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's you know the like you know the background to that song. Yes, yes. Yeah. I I, I think heard all this. It's pretty badass. I understand. Like she's got the girl anthem right now, and I love that. Yes. But it's yes. also stuck in my head and I haven't listened to the song. Oh, you haven't listened to the song? No, just, just from like a... reels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah at yeah, work. Yeah. She's obsessed right now. She's like, I can't get it out of my head. Oh, no. So she just earworms all of you. That's not fair. So no, you need to start. Heck? It's corning. It's like corn. anytime she does it, you go, it's corn. And then that. Yeah. Or you could do another one that people hate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got you one sec. Mm-hmm. This is the song that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. That's an uh, earworm. That's That'll a be bop. That's a bop. <laughs> <laughs> that's one that you don't want stuck in your head. Or I've got one more that's really good. It okay, goes like okay, this: okay. Baby Shark. <laughs> 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 so anytime Liam brings up uh, flowers, you should just bust into any one of those, and they're anyone. way more annoying. I've got three options here. Yep. I've got three options. I'm Solid gonna be good, and then she'll That's stop. Awesome. She'll stop. Fucking eventually. lamb chop. Remember lamb chop? Yes, like, lamb fucking chop. love that beach. Remember the intro that was like a drawing, and then they'd like reverse yeah. the drawing. <laughs> yes yes or like so when they cool. were like march up the hill at the end yes. when they were like this yes. is a sauna <laughs> yeah uh, oh yeah, lamb chop, lamb chop. Some fucked up shit but yeah well, 
that a Canadian show or I don't know I I bet it was let's be honest that was a true true I'm gonna look it up she's looking it up oh no it's just showing me literal lamb chops okay (laughs) lamb chop puppet it was made by a ventriloquist Mm-hmm. no it's, no it's not oh it. shoot it's international it's so every international. all the babes know it's uh, all the babes know Lamb that's Trump. one that premiered in new york new york so our american Whoa. friends uh, new york new, new york. york they came up with our our gal lamb jobs hell yeah interesting, interesting. Anyway. Anyways, have heard of Mr. Dress Up? Betcha they haven't. That's Canadian. <laughs> is he Canadian? I know that. Mr. Dress Up? Yes. And then yes. Mr. Rogers is the international mm. version. International version. Yes. yes, Mr. yes that's yes. like Pipple, Mr. International. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. 305. It's me, Mr. Rogers. Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. <laughs> and that fucking witch puppet. I fucking hated her. The Mr. witch Roger? puppet. It's like, no, yeah, Mr. Roger. When it, the train would go into the puppet world. Oh. And there was like the big sparking. nosed lady, and she was like, like you're, you're sparking it in my brain. That it's sparking back. up. She's sparking did up. You, yeah. Did you ever watch Eureka's Castle? I've. I Does don't it sound think so. familiar? At it least? F- sounds familiar. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cast. Also, the cozy, comfy couch, comfy the, couch, the comfy couch, the big, the big comfy, comfy couch. couch. Yeah, I love that one. When she got on the floor and was a clock, I always yeah. wanted to do it. But my leg could never go that high. Neither could. <laughs> yeah, my leg. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? The ten second tidy or something? Yeah. Let's like. I mean, let's be honest. She was a grown ass woman. Like, she was and- a full on grown ass woman. <laughs> she she was probably thirty three years old. Can you imagine doing that and having a camera hovering above you while you just do that? There, <laughs> being pretend dressed up as like a fucking clown doll. Oh, yeah. Oh no. my god. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely next level. Anyway, so hey. what are you reading? <laughs> Literally the same. I'm still listening to The Woman in the Window, and I'm obsessed. Oh, only got how like, far are you? I think I've got, like, two hours left in it. So, like, I am over halfway. But, so like... Has she met... There's, like, the neighbor, right? Like, the neighbor Oh, yes. Boy? She's met She's met the neighbor boy. And <sighs> she's seen the stabbing. Quote-unquote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and she's mm-hmm. met the new quote-unquote wife so mm-hmm. yeah it's getting and good she, it's getting and good. she still has her calls with her family so far she does actually oh yes she did have one recently i was like it seems fewer and fewer yes. so i'm gonna assume that they're not alive after the car accident and she's like having like a i think she's gone a little in the brain because of no, all her medications and drinking. No comments. No okay. Comments. All right. No comments. <laughs> cannot, no comments. Cannot okay. confirm nor deny. <laughs> no. What are you reading? Tell me all about it. 
Oh, I'm reading the same stuff as last week, too. I just realized I didn't even, like, update my Goodreads, so I don't know why I pulled it up, but I'm <laughs> reading The Measure. <laughs> I'm reading The Measure, the physical copy of the book. I'm also, I'm, like, I I haven't really dug back into it, but I was also reading The Invincible Girl by Lisa Jewell, but then I started, I needed an audiobook, so I started listening to The Family Upstairs, also by Lisa Jewell, but because Linda read it a few weeks ago, and she was, like, telling me how fucked up it was, so I was like, I could go for that. Yeah, I could <laughs> so go might... for some fucked up family shit yeah. right now, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's necessarily, like, family, which is good, because... Mm-hmm. I don't love like a family drama, but mm. it's Lisa Jewell. And when I was talking with Linda, she was like, she knew I hadn't read it. So she was like, wow, this book is fucked. And I'm like, that seems to be like Lisa Jewell's MO. Like just like how really, fucked up like, can I make it? Stuff. Yeah. 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 How many hamsters can I fit in here? I got to say, though, in this book that I'm listening to, um, The Family Upstairs, there is a character who has tiny teeth and little eyes, which is like I Noelle, right? Yeah, I hate it. The tiny teeth. It's like Ugh, she knows that that's the word. Don't use that as a descriptor. I hate tiny teeth. Yeah, Get away tiny from teeth. me. I thought of. I thought of. Um, what was it? Then she was gone. That's the one that we read. Oh yes, Noelle yes. And tiny teeth. I thought of that oh, immediately. Oh, 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 oh. It's like she's got like a like a whiteboard where it's like descriptors of creepy characters and she just like pulls a tiny for each teeth. of her novels yeah tiny teeth she puts it in a half puts it in a half tiny teeth again <laughs> the one thing though that i like i'm kind of sad about is that the character with tiny teeth has a cool name it's her name is birdie which is a cool uh, i like that name i like I that name. Cool name so i think she's gonna suck though but it is oh. what it is anyway yeah and then uh, that's it <laughs> noise i've got a few new babes before we start talking tell me okay did you tell me what this... you're listening we reading i was just, just listening the just... and then it? that lost girls fucking book now oh, it's starting, starting to that. get hodgepodgey it's starting to it start off the it was linear thinking now it's just hodgepodge and That's i'm like the, fuck the desk the deck of yes. cards interesting yes, interesting. yes. i'm like ah oh, fuck it came <laughs> true <laughs> So anyways, whatever. That's fine. It's one of those books where I don't go backwards anymore to f- if I've fallen asleep reading. I just start off where I am. I'm like, just I'm interested enough to keep reading, but like I'm not going back anymore. I'm you like, just what? get I'd me call, I'd call that one like a speed reader where you just like scan the page and see if and like scan a few pages mm-hmm. and see if you can kind mm-hmm. of put the story together and just like keep yeah. going and then not yeah. actually read it and then just keep going till it's at the end. Next, next, say, next. I did next. it. Okay. <laughs> Checked off the list. Uh, this guy's a creep and he kills the girls. Okay. Goodbye. Cool. Bye. Yeah. I'm going to take it from the name. Anyways, I judged the book by the cover. Anyways, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, I need to say hello to Kathleen, Hannah. Caroline, Carolyn, sorry, and Teresa. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Show Welcome. us your bags. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? I thought you said show us your dads, but. <laughs> you can show us your dads too. I love a good dad. Show us your yeah. dogs though. But if you want to show please. your dad, you can show That's your fine. dad. Or yeah, like but... an important male role model. Like not everybody has yeah. dad. Whatever you no, want. Show exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah. Ashley's got her him. poppy. She shows us yes. her puppy sometimes. He's so cute. He loves to get. He's... I love that. She reads to him like, yeah, she's cute. 
Yeah. Anyways, blah, um, blah. Show us your dogs and show us your dads. And even better, show us your dads with your dog. Hey-oh. hey Okay. Okay. Should we? Should we talk about your book? Yeah. 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 We're reading Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabriel Zevin, and this is week two, and we're reading part three to five. Hello! And I start. Shrifty five. Shrifty five. Girlfriends, eh? Shrifty five. Shrifty five. <laughs> okay, so part three is called Unfair Games, and chapter one was very tiny, so I'll take it away. <laughs> take it away! Um, Sam, Sadie, and Marks will all end up taking credit for the names Unfair Games at some point in their lives uh, Marx credits it to a line from the temptist Sadie credits it from her childhood having to repeat it's unfair all throughout growing up and Sam swears he wrote it on a piece of paper after he woke up from his surgery but as we know Sam sometimes reverse engineers his stories <gasps> hmm mm-hmm. All right, so they're obviously this is so long ago in the book, and also like time wise too. Now yeah. that I'm like going all the way back, it's crazy. Okay, I know, um, and I'm so excited to keep reading this book. Honestly, I was like thinking about the characters, like I wonder how they're doing. How's everybody mm-hmm. doing? What's going on? You know, you know when you're enjoying a book and you put it down, mm-hmm. and you're like, I wonder what they're up to now. Like, you just want to keep reading it. Cute. I don't know. That's cute. I don't know. Oh. Okay, anyway. Okay. <laughs> um Dove, they're having a meeting. Dove is there and he's like, so the genderless kid idea, it's not gonna fly. Um, Marx is obviously siding with Sadie and Sam because of his loyalty. Um and he is explaining how that female games with female characters sell less and all of that kind of thing. He's trying to like get get them to understand the nuances of the main character they end up receiving experience as well yes yes exactly true i mean i'll give them that yes yes saki but also i don't know i don't know how i feel as he we evolve if as sadie evolves i know i don't know how i feel i don't know i know it's bizarre okay um they end up getting two offers, one from Cellar Door and one from Office Computers. Cellar Door, where um, Sadie is also an intern, um, thought that the genderless Ichigo main character was edgy and cool, and they were offering a modest advance, but with generous profit sharing. Um, in addition to the advance, they were getting an advance on a next game, which didn't have to be a sequel, sequel, which mm-hmm. was is right up Sadie's um, alley. Um, Opus Computers, though, offered a large advance, five times larger than Cellar Door, and they are going to be launching a new laptop and they want to have Ichigo preloaded onto all the computers. And I'm like... That's like a U2, remember? That's when- what I was thinking, too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make forced me. Into it. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, and then they also want an Ichigo sequel within the next year. 
and they would pay two times the price for this one. So like they're front loading a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like I said, Sadie wants to go with seller door because of the looser terms. Um, and she doesn't like just the old guys vibes from, um, office, um, computers. Yeah. He was like, yes. Like, when they, yeah. yeah. When they addressed, when they were addressing the team, they spoke to Dov first and then they spoke to Sam, which Sam in turn mentioned that Sadie is the programmer of mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam. So after they've gotten their offers, they're all kind of like huddling for like what they should pick. Sam's obviously saying like, "Why are we even considering Cellar Door?" Dov makes a good point that they're both <clears throat> sorry that they're both good offers and that they could potentially even make more with Cellar Door because of the lucrative profit sharing. Mm-hmm. And then Marx is kind of like. Column A, column B, don't really care. He does like the creative freedom of Cellar Door, but he knows that Ichigo would be massive with office computers. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end of the night, Sadie's the only like holdout for Team Cellar Door. Um, and she's telling them that she doesn't want to spend the next year of her life making a sequel. Um, and she just feels like they understand what she's trying to do and trying to make. Um, and then of course, Sam, I don't know how I feel about him. Um, tells her like, you've obviously never been poor and like, this is so much money. It's like life changing for me kind of thing. Um, Sadie again capital hates the office guys and the thought of like having to do anything else for them after this like having to make a sequel essentially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and in the end sadie ends up telling sam that she'll do whatever he wants so office it is and it's so complicated though because he is. does make a good argument when he's like i've got my medical bills and like i've yes. got to pay for school and like sadie doesn't so that's no that is a different thing where it's like and that's why it's almost like one of those things where it's like the rich get richer like that's why she has the opportunity to even look mm. at the cellar door True. thing because True. she's not her livelihood doesn't necessarily rely in a way it does because the game they want to put the game out there but her family has money she's gonna be fine regardless you know what i mean so it is like really complicated it's complicated and that's a good point like yeah it is complicated i think that i don't know i think their relationship from the beginning is based on deceit and so it's kind of hard to yeah, yeah it's anyways so i think it's like a uh well we can see that it's like a recurring thing that happens mm-hmm. between them mm-hmm. like always questioning mm-hmm. each other and, and their like motives compromising mm-hmm. like sadie it seems like and it is even more complicated because sadie is a woman in this industry and i think yeah. that that's something that sam doesn't understand and he mm-hmm. never will which is fine so it's like they both have different things about one another that they'll mm-hmm. never understand and they respect each other so much that they're like okay if this is important to you then we'll do it but then in the same breath it becomes like resentment right as yeah yes anyway um so as they are continuing on with office ichigo is now 
a boy and his identity is more and more um like aligned with sam and like they're essentially now the same person um everybody loves sam's tragic yet triumphant childhood and ichigo essentially becomes sam's creation and not sadie's so she's also feeling resentment that way and it sucks too because it's like if if ichigo does resemble sam that's like from sadie's love of him you know what i mean and instead the public is taking it being like it's about you you made the game yeah yeah exactly and on top of that opus sends sam to all the conferences Mm -hmm. though sadie had the opportunity to go um she had essentially felt like she had to stay at unfair games supervising the sequel that they're making on top of finishing school herself Mm -hmm. um and at this point she's only 22 and she hasn't even figured out her own self like her own who is she like Mm -hmm. let alone who is she in front of like a room of people Mm -hmm. um and she's remarking on how there isn't like there isn't a playbook for females in this in this space like she's paving the way essentially she's one of the early females in the space she can tell though that the men at office obviously want sam to be the face of the game and sadie hands it to him though because he is a great promoter and she can see him like transform on stage and like it is his passion he Mm -hmm. she can see that about him um but next to sam sadie feels like she's being diminished herself Mm. that sucks yeah Yeah. it just again though like because we're the reader and we have like the advantage of seeing all sides of things Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. it's like just communicate fuck I know. Go get a therapist who can like facilitate a conversation if you don't feel like you can do it. Like exactly. <laughs> eh. But I heck, I guess that wouldn't make for a good book. Dang no, it. it not at all. It was not at all. <laughs> and then yeah, and then Gabriel's like, they obviously could tell that things were strenuous in their relationship, so they went and got a therapist who let them discuss all of their issues, and everything was good. <laughs> the end. The bye end. bye. <laughs> Two pages. <laughs> okay so ichigo 2 comes out a year after the first one um in the second one his sister hanami is lost in a storm and ichigo at age 11 has to go find her so that's the premise for the game so it's very similar to the Mm -hmm. first one um most critics including sam and sadie felt like creatively it was a step backward from the first ichigo which is interesting um so it's like they were forced to do something and it flopped because that's what happens when you force somebody Mm -hmm. to do something creatively (laughs) exactly so when sam and marks return from a month-long promotional tour sadie tells them she doesn't want to make a third ichigo sam does not agree with her he like wants to ride this train she says she has other ideas but that that's a separate conversation um sam is bleeding through his sock which seems like this is something that's been happening to him so i think this is just to let us know that his foot is getting like worse and worse um, and he's pissed that Sadie won't tell him what she wants to do next, if not for Ichigo 3. So they bicker and their their fights are like to the core, you know, mm-hmm. like Sam is oh, yes. to use his words and like 
mm-hmm. you know, be shots. Not They're nice. big. Yes. They land deep. They land yes. deep. Yes. Yes, exactly. And my favorite part about that was that Sadie tells Sam to kindly fuck yourself. So I was like, that's amazing. She, like, I feel like Sam needs that. Like, mm-hmm. kindly go fuck yes. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, but you're kind of being the worst right now. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. So Sadie leaves kindly. and she goes, kindly, she goes back to D- Dobbs' apartment um that she's still living in and he's gone back to israel for now and two years later he has yet to divorce his wife so that's great that's really Mm -hmm. really great for her um sadie is debating making her own game without sam she calls dob and she asks him if this would be a bad move he pretty much says it would be and that she should move on from like the argument that they had um Sadie oh I said Sadie is my kind of people I think she's explaining like that was when she was explaining the type of woman she was where she likes to go to bed early and she likes to wake up early Mm -hmm. and she likes doing homebody things and like she's just very opposite from Sam's uh like the way that people um view his like his like perception yeah perceived Sam yeah yes the perceived Sam um and that and I feel like she has a harder time not being authentic to who she is like she's like Mm -hmm. I like these things and I want to do those things I don't want to pretend that I'm somebody else like out on tour like making this grand thing right yes yeah um I love that she has insight to do that at like 22 years old and being like no this is yeah yeah it's crazy to think that they're so young like Mm -hmm. they're like Mm -hmm. 25 and they make the office and everything like Jesus Christ when I was 25 I was not doing that. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay, so Sam shows up at Sadie's apartment and he's yelling in the streets. He pulls one of those like say anything mm. moments. He's like, mm-hmm. Sadie Miranda Green, open your door. Um, so she lets him in. He says he wants to know her ideas and that she's his partner and he hasn't forgotten what she did for him with Opus. Is that how you said it? Opus? Well, that's so... what I think, yeah. I kept wanting to call it Orphis. There's even not even an R or just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Orphis games. How yeah. many holes can you find? <laughs> All of them. Okay. So, but that was a sweet moment. Like Sam, mm-hmm. Sam has a problem with being vulnerable. And if he was just a little uh, more vulnerable yeah. with her, it would make yes. everything easier. Mm-hmm. So Marks went to Zoe's. Sam thinks that they are in love, which is cute. And he asks if she's still in love. And Sadie asks Sam if she ever was. Like, they have this really mm-hmm. weird conversation mm-hmm. about relationships, which is very surface mm-hmm. and, like, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, Sam stays at her house and they watch TV. Sadie looks at him and sees all of the best and worst parts of herself reflected in him. Um, she feels like she doesn't know if her ideas are good until she runs them by Sam because he's her confidant. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like mm-hmm. he can make sense of what she's got going on in her head. And so she tells him that the game she wants to make next is called Both Sides. And of course, Sadie comes up with this idea the night Sam went missing. And it's based all on the thought that is the world, is it the same world, but I'm different? Or is it 
is the world different and I'm the same. So it's kind of like based on that thought slash feeling like this major thing has happened. Is it the world that's different now or am I different now? So I think probably most people have had that kind of reflection and thought before. Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. I felt like that when my mom died. It was that of like, course. Yeah. that like continuum of, continuum of time where I think I've yeah. discussed it before, but it's like, yeah how I couldn't believe that the world was carrying on like mm-hmm. and my world had ended and it was yeah. so unrealistic and I knew at the time like of course the world carries on like that's just part of it yeah, but, but you feel like how can these people like how yes. can I go on Instagram and people are still doing things when my world has crumbled anyway yes yeah that yeah sides thing mm-hmm. Barry thank you for that insight and sharing that Caitlin Aww. thank you yeah of course with you anything thanks um so of course she's also had that feeling before when a close high school friend died from an eating disorder so i'm sorry trigger warning obviously you've read this this might be hard for some people um i won't go too much into it but they had made up a game together called the eating game where they tried not to eat anything for 24 hours except the food that they named essentially Um, of course, Alice, her older sister stops in and tells her to stop. So obviously she stops and her and her friend grow apart and she finds out the news that she's passed away. And that's when she's also had that feeling. And Um, it's the worst because she didn't know, like she didn't know. Exactly. She didn't know any of this. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, then she's like thinking of the like inner workings of the game and she's like both sides is going to be kind of like the life you live and then the life with all the other things you hadn't chosen so like as you would and then all the things that hadn't I don't know if that makes sense I hopefully Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. if you read the book of course of course she doesn't if you're here you probably read the if book you're so you've, yes you exactly. heard it here so, last honestly truly <laughs> um um obviously she doesn't say any of this to sam though she suggests that maybe it's about a girl who's being bullied and then has this ul- ulterior life and she's like saving the world kind of thing and he's like i'm gonna let you finish but i need to take some notes here so he's excited too <laughs> um sam is so now we're kind of from sam's perspective and sam has missed sadie and all of their collab while he was doing the promo grind um and he answering all the same questions um we find out that he had been ignoring the pain throughout the whole thing and he's been his foot has been bleeding for two weeks um yeah 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 um he knows that one of the seven rods in his foot is out of alignment again and it's poking through the skin Uh and he was able to somehow it was bearable enough and then one day he finds a second hole I'm like, cool, cool. He's just like, oh, I found the second hole in my foot. No problem. Oh, I know. I know. I know. (laughs) Um, Marx finds him in the bathroom and he's like, "Um, I'm taking you to the hospital now. And 
Sam's like, sorry, can't. My meeting with Sadie, we have a new game. Um, grab me the gauze. I'll patch myself up. It's no big deal. Yeah, if I just put of- some gauze in here, it'll be fine. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's but a flesh wound. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Times 700. Yes. Through all the layers of flesh. Ugh. And Ugh. muscle. And bone. Oh, God. Blood. Oh, God. <laughs> flesh sack. Was that what uh, he called it at the beginning? Yeah, flesh yeah, bag. Yeah, flesh bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, Mark's being Mark's. He makes him an appointment um all well of course dreaming of california they still haven't moved out yet this is so long ago okay i know it's um, so long ago he asked them over about a year ago if they could move their operations out there and sadie and sam are like yeah but no no thanks um we find out that essentially the foot has got to go um it's not good and Sam is like brushing this off he doesn't tell Marks this and it's like yep no problem everything's fine like take me to the car he's getting nothing from Sam and Marks is like uh BRB I forgot something upstairs of course my My boot yes yeah he's got he's um moonlighting as um Sam's brother here and talks to the doctor and his doctor tells him that his foot is um should probably just be sorry that his foot is essentially fucked and should probably just be cut off at this point um and that it's essentially like rotting off his body <laughs> Yuck, um do you think that that was kind of like a little um because we are seeing i don't want to say racism but we are seeing mm-hmm. that as like a theme mm-hmm. earlier in the book more so but like because Marx is also mm, true. He's half Asian as half well. Yeah. Asian. Yeah. That like the doctor. I don't know. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like if I true, went up to yeah. your doctor and was like, I'm Chantel's sister, they'd probably be like, No, you're not. No, you're not. You have <laughs> you know what I mean though? Like, hair. No. Yeah, like that you're not you're not related. No. Yeah. I don't know. True. That's something that I true. thought of. True. Like, that's, that's a good that's that's not that's next level no. you're not supposed no. to do that <laughs> no 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 and sam is mad that that happened yes. and he's yes. like that's not supposed to happen yes. no you can't yes. do this and he's like yes i'm anyways so he is mad at marks and mad at his doctor but he does say like yeah maybe i'll cut it off after we get this game made or whatever mm-hmm. um but also p- p.s like don't tell sadie about any of this <sighs> bah, bah, bah. i'm almost done here sorry no, I'm um, just like I'm just like their lack of I know. lack of being vulnerable I, and like they can't communicate. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. Maybe we leave off with maybe some wisdom from somebody else. So maybe in the next half of the book he'll change, but I don't know. I doubt it. Oh <laughs> well. Okay. Um That's like Mark's- that's like the perfect example of like how you would look at a human like being like hopefully they'll change like like seeing their uh, potential you're like no. nah that's just who uh, they are no. oh, <laughs> oh dang it that's me though fuck <laughs> dang it okay all right marks tells his free-spirited girlfriend zoe that all about um sam and his awful sounding foot 
And she's like, well, it's obvious. You have to convince um, Sadie and Sam that to come to California for the the winter, like it's it's fine. Like mm-hmm. it, it's going to like that's what's going to happen. Essentially, mm-hmm. she's like, all the pieces fit perfectly here. Like, see, this all works. Like Sam can have his surgery and rest in the nice warm weather. And then Sadie can finally leave Dov like she doesn't want to be with him. Yeah. so of course Marx is like well how do I do all this and then she's just like well tell Sadie about Sam's rotten foot and she'll (laughs) do anything for him so that's fine check that's done and essentially and then all you have to do is convince Sam that it's a good place to rest he'll be with his family blah 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 but that Sadie Uh, needs to leave Dov yes that that was the other huge one yes exactly yeah asterisk yes yes all yes. you need to do is manipulate them both into how much they exactly care about each other. <laughs> exactly that's all you gotta do it's pretty easy um oh, and of course it, it went exactly the way zoe said it would essentially um at this point though marks notices bruising on um sadie and asks her like what's going on like should we be worried and she said well like it's consensual bondage and he asks if she actually likes it and she says sometimes but dov's been really great for me and for all of us Mm. i hate that I hate, I hate the part that we find out later I, yeah i got feelings i've got feelings me too me love this sadie packs up all her shit before dom gets home from the break <laughs> <laughs> See she tells him yeah she tells him she's moving to california gotta go bye um peace out that they already have sam's surgery scheduled and that they've already found office space <laughs> she's like oh no, sorry nice happening time. yeah i gotta go i gotta go um, Gotta go. It turns out that Zoe and Marks already found an apartment, and um, Sadie and Sam can stay with their family. So it's pretty perfect going mm-hmm. to California. Um, my next line is Dov is such a loser <laughs> because Truly. he's like, "Do you want me to ma- Do you want me to ask you to marry me? Do you want me to get a divorce? Are we breaking up? Boo hoo! Blah blah blah. <laughs> Boo hoo! Um, yeah, fuck off." No. I know. I know. Ugh. Even like, do you want me to get a divorce? That's something you said that you was ha- that was happening when we first started dating. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. No. Doesn't she say something like, "You won't do that"? No. Yes, she does. Like, yeah, she calls no, him out on it. No yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, totally, 100. <laughs> percent Um, and she also says to him that yes, they are breaking up. Like, yeah, hello, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> I gotta go. Um, and what does he do? Obviously, what what any what any grown man should do, um, throw her onto the bed, and he tells her that Sam isn't her friend and that she wouldn't have a company if not for him. Um, he tells her to take her clothes off, and she says no. So this gets kind of extreme. Um, he handcuffs her to the bed and he throws her underwear across the room, like from her body, Ugh. and she this this like I don't I I couldn't figure this out like how this made me feel, but. She says he won't have sex without her consent, but he will embarrass her. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, that's not, I don't know what's worse. You know what I mean? Like, he respects, (sighs) he was like, is it just, is the consent for sex just like that line that he won't cross because that could come back to hurt him? Like, 
Yeah. I wonder if it's that, or I, I wonder if it's like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, but that's also not consensual. No, like, no. And at the like, same I'll time, humiliate like, you. I'll do stuff yeah. to humiliate you, but I won't violate yeah. your body with my penis inside yours. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. It's still violating. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so he's toxic and, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, Sadie calls Sam and he's at his grandparents' house. And uh, Sam tells her that Mark's found a sweet office space. Sadie asks if they want to talk about the game. So they're just chatting about the game while she's handcuffed to the bed without any underpants on. And um, Sam doesn't know this. She's just, like, wasting time, essentially. Dov is playing GTA in the next room. Super cool. After, like, 30 minutes, he finally lets her go. Um, The next few days are garbage, and Sadie is still packing her stuff. And he's just, like, belittling her and trying to make her stay by, like, being an asshole. Which... Mm. Full disclaimer, if you want someone to stay with you, you don't treat them like shit. <laughs> no, no. He's like going between. He's like, oh, I hate like blah, blah, blah. Embarrassment, yeah. whatever. Like you're not good enough without yes. me, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I love you. What I do love you want you so me much. to do? No. <sighs> not for me. Pick a lane. Pick a lane, Dov. From the beginning, like pick a lane. Okay. <laughs> so Sadie packs the handcuffs before she goes partially because she doesn't know why but she's wondering if a small part of her doesn't want him to be able to do this to someone else um dove tells her that he loves her before she leaves i put an eye roll emoji because that's exactly how i felt about that mm-hmm. zoe and marks end up picking up sadie from the airport zoe tells sadie that they're going to be great friends and that she'll stalk her until she submits and i was like i feel like i was always kind of like me like i would probably say something like that to someone <laughs> we're gonna be best friends i swear yes <laughs> Um, they go to the office and it's wonderful and large and so much so that Sadie has to ask Marks if they can afford it. And he's like, yeah, we can. Um, mm-hmm. Sam and Sadie go to the roof rooftop. It's not accessible, but Sam says that he can do it. They chat about the games that they should make. And Sadie feels like this is truly a new beginning. So that's lovely. I got more. Sorry, this is a long one. Mm-hmm. No, it was a bit. Okay. So Sadie goes to Dong and Bong's New York style house of pizza. Um, She walks in. She sees that there are two large posters for Ichigo on the wall, which is cute. There's also, I didn't write it down here, but it comes back later. So I'm going to say it. There's also another poster on the wall that looks very, very old. And it's a woman. It's for like some soda or something. And beer, it says, yeah, beer, yeah. beer, yeah. It says, um, the, like the most, the most beautiful, beautiful woman, woman in, in Koreatown or whatever and drinks this or what does yeah yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that yeah but it, there's just a note of it mm-hmm. which, and it comes back later so I thought that was cute but um she says hello to them Dong how did you say Hyun H-Y-U-N Hyun okay Dong Hyun unlocks the Donkey Kong machine for them so they can play unlimited uh Sam watches Sadie eat because his surgery is scheduled for the next day first thing, so he can't eat. Sadie drives Sam to the hospital, but only immediate family are allowed to stay. So Sam says Sadie is his wife. I just... That part was... I know! It's cute and like... Open up! Just open up! 
Okay. So before the surgery, like this is that night, the night before the surgery, Sadie gives Sam her timesheets from where it all started. She tells him that she even won a prize. He's like, I hope you brought the prize. She's like, obviously. And she shows him the prize. And the prize is an inscribed paperweight, but it's like a fancy one. <laughs> of course it is. Um, so Sam says he's gonna keep it. <laughs> he's like, This is mine now. And Sadie's like, Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Um, Sadie to Sam, she says, quote, and if you ever died, I'd just start the game again. They're like oh. cute little relationships. Sam mm-hmm. says he's relieved about his surgery, that if he didn't have a messed up foot, they never would have met, which is true. Sadie leaves. She tells him she loves him. He says terribly. That's his way of like saying he loves her too. Um, Sam looks at the paperweight and he feels embarrassed about his reaction as a child to what he felt at the time was betrayal. And at one point, he actually told Marks about this story between him and Sadie. And Marks told him that no one spends that many hours doing anything for charity. So it is a double-edged sword. I understand why mm-hmm. he would feel betrayed. And I understand Sadie's side of it, too. Like, that's, it is complicated. Mm-hmm. So Sam feels like he more than loves Sadie. He's, like, exploding with this feeling for her. And he feels like he should call her and tell her, but... He doesn't. Of course. He doesn't. Um, Sam knows that all of his friends moved back to California for him, and that gives him a good feeling, and he goes to bed, and he dreams of his mom. So here we go. When they first moved back to L.A., Anna didn't work. She was auditioning, but she wasn't getting any jobs. Again, it sounds like there was some racism involved with this. Mm-hmm. Um, she was taking classes, but she was worried that she might lose her union health insurance for her and Sam. So she tells her agent she'll do anything. Like, she's like, I'll take whatever. I'm desperate she goes, at this point. Yes. She goes for a role as a model on a game show called Press That Button. She meets the host, Chip Willing- Willingham. Button. Was that a real game? I don't know if it was, but oh, I just wanted to say that it, is exactly that's what, they what would it would say. be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and Chip Willing Willing Willingham is a misogynistic and racist ass fuck. That is what I wrote down. So I was clearly mm-hmm. mad. He grabs her ass and Anna Ugh. slaps him across the fucking face. Yes. Yes. So, yes. 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 Love that. So we find out that there was an Anna, the role that current Anna is filling is from a previous Anna who had died suddenly um and this kind of makes Sam's mom Anna really upset for all of the Annas that she's come across recently who have died mm-hmm. her agent calls her a few days later to tell her that she's got the role on press that button, uh, button. um they thought quote that she was feisty yuck so anyway we find out that she has this job for three years it sucks but it pays her well so she's got to do what she's got to do um chip is still a gross loser she ends up becoming a local celebrity in k-town and then i've got all caps oh my god it was sam's mom who was on the other poster in dong and bongs so they kept the photo up they're the poster of sam's mom up in there they're proud of their they're proud of their their accomplishments of, i know yeah. 
with their yeah. daughter. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she ends up getting an apartment for her and Sam in a good school district, which is good. Anna tells Sam one night about the secret highways. I meant to look this up. Is this real? Okay. So it could be, it could be a thing. It could not, cannot confirm. <laughs> cannot confirm nor deny. Anyway, she tells him about the secret highways, which essentially would just allow them to get from one place to the next quicker. Apparently, they were built by, like, high up um, execs Execs, for movies. Yeah, Yeah. for movies. So it was, like, essentially their way of being able to get places quickly. Um, And together, they decide that they will find them. They just got to look for them. So they're driving. Sam's mom almost hits a dog or a coyote. Not sure. She stops the car to take a minute to compose herself. Sam sees the lights coming towards him and the driver's side and Sam's left foot take the impact of the collision. The guy runs over to see if anyone is okay. And Sam says, I'm here. And those are the last words that he would speak for six weeks. Sam thinks of all the things that could have happened to prevent her death. And it was sad. Aww. So we do find out that he did his foot and his mom dying are connected. All right. It's the morning of Sam's surgery. Sadie's unpacking at the office and she is unpacking old games and she sees Dead Sea. And she opens the case and there's a note from Dov inside. She hadn't remembered. It was just like, uh, to the sexiest, most intelligent person in advanced games, blah, 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 love Dov, whatever. She realizes that Sam had played the game and said that he didn't know who Dov was or anything or anything about the game. Um and that Sadie knew Dov or anything, um, mm. but he could never—he couldn't have missed this note. Like, there's no way it was, yeah, front and center essentially. I hate that. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I even remember saying mm-hmm. last week, like, well, he didn't know. How would he know? Yeah, he fucking knew. He knew. He knew. <sighs> so this hank, leaves hank, hank. Sadie wondering if Sam set her up because she realizes that Sam always gets what he wants and if he wanted ulysses then he would get ulysses if he wanted opus sam would get opus she realizes that sam is her friend but sam is nobody's friend never once has he reciprocated any feelings back to her which i can understand how that would be so frustrating i can totally understand that Yes. So, of course, Sadie puts in Dead Seas because it's her like comfort game and she's smashing zombies in the face. Um, And she, Marks walks in and says that Marks walks in and says that he can't believe that they use the same engine. Um, But Sadie can see it everywhere. It's the same. It's it's everything. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Um, and we find out that Sam's surgery went well, um, but Sadie does not go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're in part four, which is called both sides. Okay. okay. Chapter one, a Sam gets an apartment close to his grandparents, uh, as well as all of the doctors that he has to see weekly, which means that his 
office is further from, or his apartment is further from the office. So there's this whole thing about him meeting his neighbor, and then there's a sign that he can see from his apartment that is for a podiatrist's office, and it spins between saying sad foot and happy foot, and his neighbor tells him that depending on what side you see- The local lore. mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. Will determine whether, like, how your day will go, and Sam always sees sad foot first. Sad foot first. Oh, no. Okay, we find out that Sadie rented an apartment in the what they call the Clowneria. <laughs> um, it's a building in Venice, and it's only a six and a half minute walk from Unfair headquarters. Um, there's essentially like a big clown character that's dressed up as a ballerina, and it used to like kick its foot out, kind of thing. Yes. So like she's. It sounds like she's pretty much enjoying her like life there mm-hmm. and um she's ended up donating all of her winter stuff to the Goodwill. She's embracing California. Her and Zoe go to flea markets and like they're having a great time. She's like kind of um taking on Zoe's style a little bit too, I feel maybe mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. long flowy dresses, long necklace long necklaces and that kind of stuff and they even like start going to Pilates together. And then she throw, throws Dove's handcuffs into the sea. Fucking love that. Yes. Um, Symbolism, she, baby. Yes, yes. She ends up dating men, which is great. Like, she gets around a little bit, which is lovely for her. Um, she dates a guy in an indie band, a handsome actor, um, a guy who sells his, like, a tech guy who sells his dot com to bigger dot com. She throws elaborate parties. Like she's really just in the California lifestyle. And she seems to be kind of like flourishing a little bit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. finding mm-hmm. herself maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sadie, though, there's more resentment here. She doesn't understand why she- Sam ch- has chosen to live on the east side. Um, and like, how could he subject himself to a 50 minute drive and all of this stuff? Um, and they end up just like hardly speaking about anything, let alone the gaming. And she has stopped devoting her time to her partner's motivation, essentially. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. she's done. She's put a boundary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if only they would speak if only this is 2a that summer sadie and the programmers build wanderick which is a new engine and it will be known for its innovating innovative lighting which meyer mayor landing the fantasy world of both sides is like known for um even in reviews they say that the atmosphere in that world is its own character sadie is super proud of what she hadn't been able to accomplish five years ago so she calls dov he tells her that he's thinking about coming to la and they're turning dead sea into a movie but luckily i love that sadie was had the wherewithal to and it shows like how she's grown Mm -hmm. that she says like i'm busy i've got a boyfriend Mm -hmm. in a band 
I mean, stop by the office if you want. Mm -hmm. Love to see you that way. So she's put up a boundary. Yes. Love that. When they show Sam the engine, his response is muted. He's like, cool, whatever. Um, Obviously, Sadie's irritated um, because Sam hadn't come back to work until May. And they had been working on this since before his surgery, essentially, or since just after his surgery. And anytime he did end up coming into work, he wasn't like really there mentally, Mm -hmm. like he wasn't feeling it essentially. Of course, she ends up approaching Marks about this and he suggests that maybe he's trying to cope with recovery and having having a little bit of a harder time than they expected. Mm -hmm. And he also suggests that maybe Sam could lead the simpler side of both sides um, called Maple Town. Um, and she's feeling again more resent. Um, and she's feeling like she's putting in double, triple the effort. Mm-hmm. And Sam is gonna and she's gonna get the same credit as Sam. Mm-hmm. Like she feels like she's and this carrying is like the a weight pattern. Again. This happened mm-hmm. before and before, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, to be late in the game process, Sam wants to change the main character because, of course, he does. Mm. Um, instead of a girl being bullied, he wants to change it to a sick kid. Sadie steps, like, puts her foot down and says, I don't want a boy main character. And sh- Sam suggests that it could be a girl with cancer and then says, like, Alice to kind of get her to agree along, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But really, it's all about how he's feeling in the moment, mm-hmm. which is another one of his I little know, I don't know oh. because I still have like empathy for Sam because even later on when Alice is talking to right and she's like surely you did that and Sadie was like no that was Sam like he it's like he loves but Sadie at the and same... her family uh I don't know I don't know okay I don't okay, know okay. Uh, Alice has to save the fantasy world from the plague the game can't proceed along the separate paths without advancing in one world. So you have to like go back and forth, essentially. There's no way around that. Sam's, like they said, is in charge of Mapletown and he wants to make it responsive. So if it's dark outside in real life, it's dark in the game, seasons, blah, blah, blah. I kind of love um, that. Yeah, yes, yes. And it's like early Sims almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. He knows that it's all about his own pain Obviously, Sadie doesn't know any of this, um, but Marx is noticing that Sam is looking awful, like he's disheveled, all of this stuff, and he even has a chipped tooth. 3A, Marx convinces Sam to go out to dinner for his 25th birthday, and when Sam is on his way out, he's struck by a blinding pain, um, so he does not go, and he can't even text, or I guess call because I'm not sure. True. Um, Anyway, so Mark shows up later at his house and he finds him. Sam refuses help, but uh, Mark sits with him anyway and they end up watching a DVD together. Sam tells Mark that what he's experiencing is phantom limb pain, uh, that it's all in his head, which would be something to struggle with, especially if you're kind of self-aware, like knowing Mm -hmm. that your pain is all in your head. Like that would be really fucked um but then marks asked him what pain isn't and i was like oh touche touche 
So he asks again, Mark, not to tell Sadie. Mark's not to tell Sadie. Um, the second night that he was in the hospital, sorry, the second night that he was out of the hospital at his grandparents' house was when he first experienced the phantom limb pain. Um, he was in so much pain that he thought he was going to vomit. And when he got out of bed, he forgot that he didn't have a foot and he fell and chipped mm. his tooth, which mm. is like really sad, you know? Sad. That's sad. And I don't know why he wants to keep this from Sadie. Like he doesn't mm. want to be vulnerable. It's It just comes mm. down to that. Like he doesn't want to be mm. vulnerable with her. But why? Like what has she ever done? Like, I guess maybe he doesn't want her pity or like, I guess maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why he's, he's had really such a hard so. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the doctor recommended you hear about this, the mirror exercise where yes. you're supposed to put a mirror in front of the limb that you've lost so that you can connect that with your brain that you don't have that limb anymore. And hopefully that will help the phantom pain um, to essentially rewire the brain and he also gave him a prescription for antidepressants which he didn't take and I was like Sam should have taken them like just take them Sam jeez they the best yeah (laughs) okay so while Sam gets um the prosthetic he feels oh sorry when Sam gets the prosthetic he feels the most pain He tries everything, but nothing works. He feels like he's experiencing a basic error in programming, and he's angry with himself that he can't just, like, go in and debug it and fix it. He goes back to work, but the pain controls everything, and for the first time, the games can't distract him. So he's struggling, and Sadie is angry because she thinks he's slacking, but she doesn't know that he's, like, going through it. Like, this is probably the worst, one of the worst times in his life, aside from when his mom died, right? Mm -hmm. So then um, Sadie's boyfriend, Abe, asks Sadie, like, isn't it strange that your friend didn't show up for his own birthday dinner? And she's like, no, I used to spend a lot of time worrying about him, but I don't anymore. So there is this disconnect now. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. she's done. So Sadie ends up going over to Abe's house. Um, He seems, Abe seems, he's in a band. He seems like he's literally the exact opposite of Dob. So, sh- which is what you need when you experience, like, a bad relationship. I think it's really good for you to see the exact opposite side of it, too. So that you True. know that it's not yeah. one way always. Yeah. Again, I guess that kind of goes with, like, the both sides theme of these chapters. Ooh. Which is interesting. How meta. Wow. How meta. Um, mom, 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 mom. They listen to some music. They Sorry. talk about a sides and b sides and abe fills her in on different music history which sadie finds really refreshing that this guy doesn't play video games at all so it's like this whole other world for her um and months later abe went on tour and that was the end of their relationship but she liked that they had had that relationship um and in a way, she felt like she understood Marx's previous reputation of, like, experiencing oh, yeah. many people. And yeah. she's finally doing that because for so long she was, like, trapped with Dove, right? So she's, yeah. like, going out there. She's she's relating. Um, she tries to talk about some of it with Marx. And he tells her that he's afraid she's gotten the wrong impression of him, um, which is interesting and la 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 yeah they talk about their relationship and mark says that he's 
consumed by Zoe and that he loves it um, and that he thinks that she just needs to find the right person to feel that way too. Mm -hmm. I loved in that chapter, it was like almost like foreshadowing when he was, they were talking about the A sides and B sides and like songs becoming popular from the B side and all that stuff. And it's oh like, shit, that's ooh, true. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. Cause he's literally talking about how the, for the, um, the Beatles, the A side was, uh, McCartney's hello, goodbye. But the B side was I am the walrus. And which one mm-hmm. do you know off of the top of your head better? Yeah. Yeah. The B side. Yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh that's a good connection mm-hmm. i didn't even Ooh. so this both sides chapter is like doing both it sides. yeah <laughs> okay so lola a high school friend of sam's ends up leaving her number um at his grandpa's pizza place um his grandpa tries to convince sam to give her a call and it will make um, his grandparents happy if he does this and Sam's like fine I'll do it but a month later I'll do that um, classic, we f- Sam. classic Sam <laughs> we find out that he dated her in high school and he actually lost his virginity to her um, he liked that she was smart but she's not special smart like Sadie Uh-oh. interesting okay mm-hmm. we also find out that Sam has had four partners, three girls and one boy, and that he's never really been into the sex aspect of a relationship. Which had and, me thinking back to what you had said last yes, week. Yes. You I, were considering whether he was asexual. I'm still wondering if he is yeah, because yeah. of, yes, yes. So he is swearing that Max and Sadie are like, he's vehemently like, they are off limits. They're off the table. I don't like, I love them, but not like platonically. I love them platonically. Mm-hmm. Um, he feels like he can't feel anything but pain. So like he doesn't get pleasure from sex anyways. And he's the happiest of all when he forgets that he even has a body. So mm-hmm. that's where the gaming obviously came in. Um, he's feeling very lonely and wondering where Sadie is and he feels like something is off. He's wondering if she's repulsed by his amputation. Um, and they only like really converse when they're at work, um, and that they're like essentially living in separate worlds right now. Um, she, he knows that something is wrong, but he won't bug her until after the game is done. Which I'm like, just speak up and say something. I know, just do it. It's like, it's, he loves like a procrastination. Yeah. Yes, he does. <sighs> so him and Lola get together and they watch a movie. And she then says like, I loved Ichigo. She kind of has a little fan girl moment and then mm-hmm. tries to have sex with him. And mm-hmm. she's like, that's okay. Well, we can have sex next time. Like, what the heck? That's kind of. I don't like that. It give me the heebie-jeebies. Um, she then get starts to smoke a joint, and he obviously we know Sam is against this, but then she tells him that it helps with pain, um, and then also asks to see his stump, which is interesting. 
she tells him that it looks fine to me. Like it, it looks like you're finished now. Like you, this is how you're supposed to be. Um, and that you're going to be okay, which actually makes Sam happy. Like he mm-hmm. feels like he feels something from mm-hmm. that, which is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lola's character is interesting. She's like, mm-hmm. she's like a non-character, but maybe she's the one who will help give Sam some confidence to be true. vulnerable. Yeah. True. true. I don't know. Good, I don't good know. point. Good point. I don't know though. So 4B, it's, we're having a party. It's a birthday party for Sadie and a game completion party all in one um they decide that it's a good idea to take ecstasy and then obviously everybody loves everybody (laughs) and now sadie loves sam again and she's proud of him and all of his work on maple town um they were he's not there right he's not oh he's no he's not he's like absent um and um we find out that sadie is going to be promoting the game this time because sam is spending a lot of time with lola and their dog sam is or sorry sadie's looking for sam and she wants to try and make things right with him and then she just ends up having a three-way makeout session with zoe and marks instead on zoe's prompting (laughs) yes yes which was bizarre very interesting. Very interesting. The reviews, so both sides come both sides comes out and the reviews of both sides ranged from mixed to bad, which is kind of a bummer. So Marx is trying to tell Sadie that it's all gonna be okay, but she has a headache, aka migraine, and she decided to go home. We find out that Marx has been recruiting new team or rather a new team to unfair. Um, This is kind of his role. He's like trying to build unfair as a business, whereas like Sadie and Sam focus on the games themselves. So um, he's got this, these two guys that he's trying to bring on. He asked her to join because they're having like a little lunch together and Sadie says no. She goes home and she plays Dead Sea. She is ashamed and she feels like a failure. Dov calls her and she lets it go to voicemail. Sam calls her and she also lets it go to voicemail. And classic Sam, <laughs> he shows up um, at her house. Yep. Mm-hmm. He tells her that they hated his side, not hers, and that mm-hmm. she needs to let him in. And mm-hmm. she does. Mm-hmm. And this is when shit hits the fan because they get into an argument. Um, Sadie actually confronts him about him having known that Dov and her were like in a relationship because he played Dead Sea and he would have seen the inscription on the game. And he says, What does he say? I think he he's says like, It's, it's crazy. no big deal. Yeah, that's crazy. He's no saying big deal. that it's crazy. Yeah. He genuinely says, So what if I knew Ulysses was perfect for Ichigo? Sadie, this is crazy. So he's like dismissing her feelings instead of being like, I'm sorry. In Sam's defense, like maybe he didn't know how toxic the relationship was because they don't really talk about stuff. But he so- does know. He does know because he, he sees know? the bruises on her. Right. He sees the handcuffs and the bruises. But maybe, Ugh. but he didn't know at that point whether it was like consensual or not. I don't know. Anyways, I, know. I, I don't know. know. I don't know how I feel. 
So it's confirmed. It's confirmed that Sam knew and like used that to his advantage. They're also arguing about how um, Sam got to go and have fun while she was stuck making Ichigo 2, which was like, again, they're just not seeing from each other's mm-hmm. perspectives because Sam's like, it was work. It was still work. But Sam was, or but Sadie's like, oh, but you're not doing like, you're not in the trenches doing the actual work. You're just off like having fun and like chatting with all these people. So they're kind of like belittling each other just based on the different roles that they've had throughout this. Sadie promoted both sides. So then there's like an argument about like, she's like, are you saying I didn't promote both sides like good enough? And they're just like, it's all yeah. coming to a head. It's yeah. all coming to a head. Um, Sadie tells, or Sam tells Sadie that, cause he's like, I, she's like, I thought you were my friend. And he's like, we're best friends. And then she's like, you're a liar and a manipulator, which is, like, good that it's at least out there. They're fighting because she's like, you let everyone think that you made Ichigo yourself. And he's like, no, I didn't. I said that you were my partner. Like, it's just a lot. It's all coming out, but not in, like, a productive way. But at least it's coming out, right? Yes, true, true. Um, she, She does tell him that the worst thing that he ever did to her was making her go to Dov for Ulysses. And he says, I didn't make you. And she's like, mm-hmm. You didn't make yeah, me. Yeah, cool. he did Okay, whatever. So Ugh. then she goes on about how... Oh, they're fighting about so much stuff. Like, they're yeah. fighting... It's Sam a, essentially yeah. says, like, both sides is kind of pretentious. And Sadie's like, excuse me. And then they're fighting about Ichigo. And Sadie says it was her idea. And Sam's like it was my idea too like there it's just yeah it's not good it's Um, all yeah it's all coming out now it's all coming out and she then again says that everyone thinks Ichigo is about you but it's really about me and Sam's like what do you mean and Sadie's like hey remember when you found me and I was like not getting out of bed and I was really depressed and Sam's like well yeah and she's like I had to go and get an abortion and then like full stop because nobody knew that we didn't know that and she was recovering from that so she's like Ichigo wasn't about you it was about me having to like retrieve a part of myself that I lost and this is all a lot so Sam sparks up a joint (laughs) excuse me excuse me and Sadie's like, since when do you smoke pot? And he is like all nonchalant, like as if it's not a big deal. But it's yeah. he's essentially experiencing what I feel is that he's essentially experiencing like so many emotions and he suddenly is hit with like a bout of pain. So he smokes the weed to try to like mm-hmm. help himself relax, but he's not communicating this to Sadie. So instead, she's probably like, he doesn't even care. He's just so casual about it that he's going to smoke a joint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so she's essentially telling him that she he doesn't know her like they're they're not the friends that they were and all of the shit and he's this line was so sad he's like tell me i don't know you sam thought tell me i don't know you when i could draw both sides of your hand from of this hand your hand from memory like sam is so in love with sadie but he won't say it Mm. so anyway that chapter ends with him passing the joint so they um chat but they don't chat they just it's... yell and put it on the table and then no like, resolution the table yeah yes yeah, exactly go, 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 go. 
All right. Now we're in part five and it's called Pivots. We find out that there's a game that is being released called Love Doppelganger, which I agree is an awful name and they're all fighting about it. Yes, (laughs) Yes. it's bad. Um, They are obviously they're fighting about it and uh, Sam is actually reminding Sadie of Dov in this moment um, and um, not in a good way though and um, they aren't getting anywhere so they decide to roll out the stolen whiteboard. <laughs> I love it. Um, they end up on a name called Counterpart High and it blows up essentially and it's even bigger than Ichigo. Um, Sam and Sadie are not actively working on a game right now, but they Sadie is excited for Marks right now um, and how he's, he's so good at just finding talent, essentially. Um, she's also feeling very old, um, even though she's only 25, um, because... <laughs> This new wave of gamer or new ga- wave of programmers are coming in now, which I I feel like I've, I'm there right now. Like anytime I talk to like younger people, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Even like seeing like all these crazy new design aesthetics. I'm like, yeah, OK, OK, cool. OK, <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, They are very different from her and Sam. Um. And she's also still feeling like out of touch because of the flop of both sides. Um, she essentially her engine though is more worth more than the games that she creates. So she's mm. feeling like she's feeling at odds, pulled in different directions. It mm-hmm. would be a strange feeling. Um, she's also wondering and has wondered before if things had been different if her and sam were lovers she's noticing that simon and aunt are clearly together who are the designers of Mm -hmm. the love doppelganger um and she's just been feeling super lonely since both sides came out Mm -hmm. um she's like reading reviews online which is not don't do it don't do that um I but... can't help it. I love reading the comments. Oh <laughs> that no. Would be me. I'd do it. No, don't do it. Oh, I know. Okay, so but now she's starting to mentor Simon and Aunt. They she's kind of feeling a little glimmer of hope that way. Um, and now she has a new appreciation for Dov. Of course, she calls him. They have a ketchup and mustard, as you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also asks how to get over a failure. And he tells her essentially to try again and fail better next time, which okay. is genuinely thought that advice yes. was good. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll say that. Just don't <laughs> handcuff her to a bed, please. They've got an okay relationship like professionally. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he was her mentor. Yes. And although he's gross, like he did help her yes yes just don't mix together don't mix the the sex and the lust in there Mm -mm. um so 
um he she tells her tells him that what's keeping her busy right now is that alice her older sister is getting married which is lovely um alice with all this t new time that they've spent together alice explains that she's played both sides and she loved it and felt honored that it was alice and blah 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 and then every part that she loved in the game was made by sam yeah, she's like, I didn't realize that you knew how difficult it was for me when I was in the hospital. And she's mm -hmm. like, that was Sam's part yeah. of the game. Yeah. And then yeah. the little the little um, gravestone that said, what did it say? Alice died from, what's what Oh, dysentery. Called? Yeah. Dysentery. dysentery. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and Sadie had she's to like, that's that. our inside no. joke. No, no. I told kinda, Sam about that. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of he kind of took that over mm -hmm. and then she also then kind of leaves off that like everything that you loved about it that's the things that everybody else did too like nobody liked her side of the game so that, that would feel sucks. crummy yeah yes okay so marks has a trip planned to go to tokyo with zoe and last minute she has a music thing come up so she can't come so he's like no worries i'll drive you to the airport and he drives her to the airport and long story short zoe breaks up with marks friends <laughs> off didn't really see that one coming yeah so marks is saying that if he had only been going to tokyo to see his family he probably would have canceled the appointment but he's also going on business so he feels like he or canceled the trip but so he feels like he needs to go so he i can't remember if he asked sam to go with him probably not i think he did and sam said no no because yeah, he needed to be like, like near his doctors and stuff yeah yeah so he asked sadie to go with him and sadie is like in this season of her life where she's just like doing what she wants and whatever yeah. and she's like i don't have a lot going on with work right now because it's this um counterparts high is what's going on so she's like yeah fuck it, i'll go so she goes to tokyo with marks which is good and great and there's a lot that goes on we find out that they're both very similar humans in the way that they sort of like operate and they trade like playing games together and so they're like matched on that level as well mm -hmm. which was kind of sam and sadie's thing right um let me see they essentially they just have a really great time together they end up going and seeing marx's dad he takes them to some theater thing which she doesn't quite understand but likes it nonetheless um i loved how she like almost fell asleep at one point yeah, she's like, like that would be so rude I that would be like it. classic white tourist <laughs> yeah Oops, exactly like, no no oh, i can't, can't do this i can't <laughs> yeah. do that um let me see let me see oh at one point uh, marx's dad thanks sadie for having taken marx on this track or else he would have been an actor which is mm. interesting because mm. yeah you know yeah i, I do know. love how sadie makes sure that he was okay with that and like you're okay with that like what your dad said right yes. and he's like yeah. yes i love college yeah. theater but this is I what i meant to do yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly um, so they again just keep having fun together they're doing things they're essentially I think this is Marks and Sadie getting to know one another yes. they haven't yeah. really ever mm -hmm. had one-on-one -on -one one -on -one. exactly. like this that's yeah. not strictly work right mm -hmm. uh, so they have oh so 
Marks takes Sadie to see his mother and she mistakes Sadie for Zoe because obviously they just broke up mm-hmm. and Marks hasn't like told everybody. No one's got the memo yet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I love this, but um, Mark says to his mom, I'm too dumb for Sadie, mom. <laughs> like you can tell how much he respects her, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and sh- his mother is like a textile designer, I think. Yes. And so she brings out this textile um, called Strawberry Thief by William Morris, and she shows it to Sadie, Sadie and Marks. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> when they get back to the hotel that night, or I guess the next morning, Mark says to Sadie, I have an idea. And she surprises herself by hoping that the idea would be sex, but it turns out that it's just business. Wait, woo. <laughs> um, but this is again Sadie like exploring mm-hmm. that side of herself because mm-hmm. she was with Dob for so long, right? Yeah, yeah. Um especially so as a young person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she's only how old is she right now? Twenty five. Yeah, 25 yeah crazy so she he, essentially the idea that marx has is what if we took maple wood town. Ville, town? town. <laughs> what if we took maple town and made it like a online game mm-hmm. which kind yeah. of was what is that what would you compare that to like what was like an online game world of wordcraft yeah like where you just live in a world and like do yeah. stuff farmville yeah he's like how long do you like how hard do you think this would be and Sadie's like a ton of work but it would be easy let's do it kind of thing yeah 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 (laughs) which is cute um they call Sam they tell him what they're thinking Sam says I like this idea a lot but Sadie you're cool with this um and Sadie says that she is that Meyer Landing will still exist to those but that Mapletown had a larger audience so this just makes sense like mm-hmm. in terms of business world which is good so they decide to do it um then they go out and they meet <laughs> they meet marx's oldest friends from high school and they're two girls and the one girl tells sadie well again they think she's zoe and she's not and the one girl tells sadie that they used to date and she says they have a moment alone and she says to sadie whatever you do um don't have sex with marks and so they have Sadie's sex. like i'm gonna have sex with him <laughs> so i'm gonna, gonna have, have sex have with him. <laughs> so um i'm gonna do that right now so that's what they do um they go home marks is very sweet let me see oh yeah at the airport mm-hmm. they go to the airport yeah the girl is like she meets a customs agent who's like how do you do video games and she has like this whole monologue of like how fucking hard that it's been for her yeah she just says i like to play games a lot so i thought i'd see if i could make them which is interesting (laughs) but she's even like putting she's like diminishing her own light Mm -hmm. because it's easier that way right yeah um marx is going somewhere else he's not going home yet He's got like a meeting or something. Yeah, he's got a different destination. So he's like, is it cool if I go while they're waiting for baggage? Sadie's like, yeah, that's cool. But then when she goes out to catch a cab, Marcus is waiting there for her. That's cute. Oh, I think they're going to be in love. Okay. It's the launch of what now is called Maple World, the online version. Um, 
uh, adapting the game for online play was a little bit more exhaustive than they thought it might be because essentially they have to keep a game running 24-7 now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, They're getting ready to turn on the game and Sam, everybody's like huddled around. There's champagne, blah, blah, blah. Sadie runs out to get a bottle opener. She doesn't realize you don't need one for champagne. Sam turns on the game and says, I feel like a god, which I don't know, might be some foreshadowing. I don't know, maybe. Um, He then notices that Sadie and Marks hadn't returned. um, And uh, he remarks that things had been better between him and Sadie, but not like before, but better at least. Mm. And he is irritated by the fact that they are not there, though. He goes out to look for them and sees Sadie removing an eyelash from Marx's cheek. And it's not physically intimate, but she can he can see the tenderness between them. This, of course, takes him by surprise, and he knows that they are in love. Oh. But also, Class. like, you did it to yourself, mm-hmm. son. Cla- uh-huh. <laughs> you did. Classic Sam plays out the whole future of their life together yep. in his head. Yep. They're going to get married. They're um and at the wedding, her grandma Frida would be sorry for Sam and then Sam and Marks would get a house together and a dog and then kids <laughs> and then Sam would become sad bachelor uncle Sam um and he'd have to see them together every day at work and then Sadie would end up becoming a stranger to him and it would all be a disaster essentially mm-hmm. he wonders if he wasn't so broken if sadie would maybe be his at this point um he knows that he he's wondering how he she could not feel the love that he feels toward her essentially like how are you come on come on i can tell you how sam yes. Because you've never told her. Exactly. She's given you so many opportunities. Exactly. So many opportunities. <laughs> She's someone, they can't feel your love when you're not like expressing it in any kind of way. She's not Anyways. a fucking mind reader. No, like, no. <laughs> instead of, instead of. Like, she's gotten to a point that I feel like most humans would get to when she's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done, like, reading your room as well as Mm -hmm. reading my room all the time. Like, I can't. It's too exhaustive. And it is. True. True. Very (sighs) good point. That's great. Um, Obviously, now he's like, woe is me. She's lost to me now. How am I supposed to go on? Blah, blah, blah. So he decides to need, he needs to clear his head and goes for a drive. He's headed home. He realizes that he's headed home to gra- his grandparents' house and his dog Tuesday, which this is cute. I do like this. He started looking for the secret highways again, and he ends up hitting a coyote or is it a dog? He can't tell, but it's obviously hurt. So he takes it to the vet. It has a broken leg. We find out that it's a German shepherd mixed with a Shiba Inu and a greyhound, which is cute. And he calls her Ruby Tuesday. (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. And then, yes, but she goes by Tuesday for short, though Ruby would be shorter anyways. Um, I like Tuesday. I think that's cute. It's cute. Um, Tuesday is often mistaken for a coyote, though. People are like, 
ick um like avoid them even like there was a fuck you match at the dog park like she just assumed somebody assumed that the dog was attacking them because it looked like a coyote i can totally understand that i have a dog that is stressed out a lot of the time so i feel on tuesday's level i understand Mm, yes for people to assume the Mm -hmm. worst even though brandy's the biggest love bug she's the biggest love bug (laughs) um at this point he feels like he's longing for massachusetts i have to like break that down when i read it um and he realizes during this fuck you match at the dog park he didn't feel any pain and that's how he knew he was ready for work but when he told sadie this story she like kind of laughed at the story and she didn't give him the reaction that he had wanted slashed hope for which which was can't... what like do you think that he wanted pity i i don't know i don't know what he wanted but like he was outrage? not yeah yeah like tr- i think he wanted her to understand like how him and tuesday felt <laughs> right yeah yeah but she can't she doesn't get well, it. she 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 does though because she says that the story is essentially about him yeah she's like you're the incredibly special dog that no one can classify and at this point I feel like she's so far removed from him that she's just like it's funny that you don't see it true oh yes good point (laughs) I didn't even I didn't yeah um he is at his grandparents and he's crying with Tuesday his grandpa knows that um he already knows essentially what's wrong. And Sam finally says out loud that he loves Sadie Green. His grandpa hugs him and tells him that you'll find somebody to love. Just let no more people get to know you. It's true. Which is so true. They talk about the pivot that they had made from going from Korean food, which wasn't popular, obviously, in Koreatown. Um, to pizza just oversaturated yeah yes yeah. of course um and he says that this happens in life all the time too you may never have a romantic relationship with sadie but you will be friends for the rest of your lives and that is equal or greater than in value if you choose to see it that way which oh, grandpa i know it's true oh. um he they needed him some help at the Maple Town launch or Maple World launch, should I say? Sorry. And he has to head back. And on the way back, he notices a strange turnoff. It's a hidden dirt road with no street signs. Um, and the only sign is a dark green hexagon with a group of three dots in a triangle, which in math, like equation theories, means therefore which is interesting. And he asks Tuesday if they should try it. And they turn down the road. And she just snoozes away. Yeah. Because she's a dog and it's 2.30 in the morning. Yes. She's like, I've got to go to bed. So the theme that we're seeing here is that nobody communicates. And Sam always wants what he can't have. Yep. Um, Too little, too late. That's another theme that we're seeing with some of the men in Mm -hmm. here in this yes Uh, what do you think's gonna happen with sadie and marks 
I think that they're probably going to have like a whirlwind romance. I you feel don't think like. it's going to last? Like not a lasty one? I don't think so because I feel like, well, maybe because in the interviews in the first part, they seemed separate. Like they didn't seem like they were together. Right. So that's what I felt. But also it didn't really say like they were together still or yeah. they, like it yeah. wasn't. There was I guess it could be taken two, either like, way. Yeah. And when Sam sees the tenderness of like Sadie removing the mm-hmm. eyelash, mm-hmm. he considers the fact that neither of them have told him about the relationship, yes. which he thinks signifies that it's gone further than mm-hmm. like, hey, would you mind if I asked Sadie out on a date kind of thing? Yeah. Yes. Like they're omitting something. Yes. Because it's more than. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also they shouldn't have to ask permission because they're their own people too at the same time. But though they are partners in business, which could fuck up a business. So I don't know. Yeah, Anyways. I feel like I think that was beyond asking for permission, though. I think he was just saying like that they are so far invested in the relationship that they have like deliberately yeah. le- left him out of the loop just because they genuinely care for each for other. And each it's other. not like a fleeting yeah. thought like they're like yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I feel like obviously maybe unfair games disbands like because Sadie, we know that Sadie and Mark's or sorry, Sadie and Sam are not talking. So I wonder if something happens there, if one of them goes like out on their own or something like that. I could see Sam being like, I've got to go again. I could see Sadie being the one to be like, I'm gonna go out on my own because she's already asked Dob once if what he thought about that like she's already crossed her mind once Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know I'm curious about this secret highway true the book the whole book could be resolved if Sadie and Sam would just sit down and she was like I hate that you haven't been at the office and he was like I had an amputation and I struggled with it heavily yeah like (laughs) sorry my foot was cut off yeah like I'm I'm I'm, it's not who I am to like show my emotions but it was really hard (laughs) yeah communication station I know, backfires for Sam. All right, well, I, I guess, guess we, we should say it. goodbye this week, too. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh, do we say? Do we, do we, we not do that? We didn't, uh, no, last week I, like, ended the thing. I was like, um, goodbye. <laughs> well, this is Kate signing off. <laughs> and Chantel signing off. Signing good, off. Good, good, bye. Bye. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye.